ride with me in my foul life. This episode of the Foul Life Podcast is brought to you by Securit Gun Safes. The gun safe industry has lost touch with what owners really need, but Securit is changing the game. Their products meet the highest industry standards and are trusted by law enforcement agencies, military personnel, and gun owners across the country. What sets Securit apart is the focus on customization and adaptability. The cradle grid technology allows you to customize the layout of your gun safe to fit your specific firearms, and the modular design lets you add or remove components as your needs change. And the best part, Securit offers a variety of gun safes to choose from so you can find the perfect fit for your collection. Whether you need a compact hidden gun safe for your bedside or a large gun cabinet to store your entire collection, Securit has you covered. Securit's Fastbox hidden gun safes are designed for quick and easy access and can be mounted in a variety of locations for maximum flexibility. And unlike traditional gun safes that are heavy and difficult to move, these products are lightweight and easy to install. Don't settle for a one-size-fits-all gun safe that doesn't meet your needs. Head over to SecuritGunStorage.com to learn more and to order your own innovative gun storage solutions today. This episode of the Foul Life Podcast is brought to you by Sig Sauer, the go-to firearms company for those seeking high-quality, precise, and innovative firearms. With over a century of experience in the industry, Sig Sauer has consistently delivered firearms that you can rely on in any situation. Visit SigSauer.com to explore their full range of firearms and accessories, as well as their extensive training and support programs. Choose Sig Sauer because when it comes to your safety and your satisfaction, only the best will do. So conversion kit's kind of cool because you can get really organizational based with this secure you know it comes with some of the gun wall it comes with yeah. bins it, it, talk about the conversion kit and how an uh, in consumer can convert their current safe to what we believe is a more organizational more practical safe in a model yeah it's you know people invest a lot of money in a gun safe gun safes are expensive some of them are very expensive um my my frustration with that industry is the interior of a safe hasn't changed since the 1970s. It's that same little W, single plate, but firearms have changed. They've gone more modular. The the you know back in the early 70s, you look at a hunter, a gun owner, most of their guns were between 38 and 44 inches long, and they all were you know rifles, shotguns like that size. You look nowadays between. You know, your little bull pups, um, I've got Beretta Storms up to long shotguns. The, the length difference, AR platform rifles are all over the place. Traditional gun safes don't account for height variance very well at all. And the little Ws don't, they just don't work with scoped rifles. They don't give proper spacing. So, but I understand people invest money in safes. You, know, you can't walk up and say, oh, yeah, you got this big safe, you should get rid of it. No. Um, so we made the conversion kits. It's our back panel system and allows the safe owner to convert his whole safe or a portion of his safe over to the cradle grid system. And uh, it get, like we, we did uh, half of one of your safes today and uh, set it up for completely adjustable system to store, properly store, some of your very high-end long guns we put handguns in there and then with all the bins and all the accessories store and organized gear i mean it, just, it gives you the the uh you know the flexibility of the uh of the foul life answer eight safe that which you've done an amazing job creating um that solution to specifically meet your needs and give people that flexibility well you can take that system now and put it in your traditional gun safe and for the long gun user, let's talk shotguns for a second with with that foul life edition that, you yeah. know, that we can, you know, we, we're talking the conversion kit, but the organization is the key to success and knowing where every single part yeah. of that is. And when you're a, whether you're a, a sporting clay shooter, a dog trainer, a, a waterfowl hunter or an upland hunter. Okay, there's different times of the seasons for each mm -hmm. of these. It could be summertime dog training yep. and sporting clays. You can convert that to it, and you might not have your waterfowl stuff in there. Once September, October rolls around, you could go from being the, the dog trainer. You know, the training yeah. session's over. Now it's time to perform. The sporting clay practice and training is over. Now it's time to perform. And now you convert that safe 
to all of your different choke tubes, your duck calls, yep. your extra duck calls, your goose calling, your goose calls, your your tuning kits. You got your you got you got everything in there that you're going to have in your blind bag, but it's out, it's organized, it's dried off, it's it's you know it's secure. Mm-hmm. And and then when you go to hunt, you go in there and you're like, oh, this is cakewalk. You got every that that was my ideology behind it was I want to be able to open that door just like we do on our trailers. When we open that trailer to set up, right. we're like. Here's the decoys. Here's the yep. blinds. Here's the fast grass. Here's here's the here's the four wheeler. Here's the UTV. Whatever it is, we have it right there, and that ups your consistency in success yeah. if you're prepared, right? Absolutely. It's uh, I mean for you guys, I mean time is money, and also time is opportunity. Um, in the, the way I I don't carry. I mean, you've got a lot of specific gear in what you're doing, and you operate at a level certainly waterfowl helping way beyond. I'm I'm a very simple hunter and waterfowl because it's not. I mean. I'm not that experienced at it, so I've got some. I, sh- I, I typically hunt with guys who have all the gear, but for me now, I use. I've got in my home. I've got a, a, a wall, a row of agile cabinets. All my rifles are in the bottom, and they're broken up kind of by how I use them, hunting different types of hunting. And I've got the Model 40s above, and I've got, and they're all configured for if I'm going up, if I'm going up to the to the ranch, going to go whitetail hunting, grab and go. It's I'm not looking for stuff because early on, when I first was getting into hunting, and before I really was incorporating these systems, it'd be like, "Oh, where's this? Where, you know, your stuff it gets kind of scattered, and and you pull out a hunting knife to go use for something else, or you're doing stuff, and all of a sudden it's like, "Where's my headlamp?" So sometimes I've got redundancy in gear. For me, it's it's there's I'm at a point in my life where I just do that sometimes. So I've got my venison my white tail setup all my gears there i can load my bag and i can be out of the house so quickly without having to you know most guys the night before you're gonna go hunting for the first time you're going through all your gear you're going I, mean, I don't need to do that i typically do but it's all there then if i'm going to go turkey hunting i've got all that calls everything is all organized in another section or another cabinet again i do it right down to I have a headlamp i keep I duplicate some of my things because for me it's just grab grab and go and i never run into a situation where you're you get in position and you're like where's my headlamp or where you're missing one piece that maybe it won't bust out your hunt but it's like oh shoot like sometimes like forget the gopro for me i'm trying to create content trying to get some video sometimes just like it's a beautiful morning and i forgot to bring a a camera yeah um so that's that's how i use it personally that's how i think a lot of people you know the advantages of it but that it, it, it is a huge advantage because you know you saw me this last couple of days rocky wanted me to bring a headlamp i have it charging where on the thing where usually yeah. when i'm waterfowl hunting it's in a specific spot yep. that where it goes in that safe and it goes into my blind bag or my backpack right. and i because i can't waterfowl hunt without a headlamp especially if you're going you know if you're setting up decoys early in the oh, morning yeah. and Absolutely. you're in flooded timber and you're in a place to where you can't use the trailer lights or the headlamp lights of the truck you know with some of the led advantages on boats now you can you can have that as long oh, yeah. as you as long as you pay attention to the, your your battery and how long you leave them on and all that but what i'm saying is like that 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 organizational part my vision is like hey these safes don't take up a lot of room they're affordable they're protective and and you could get one for a couple different ideas of what you're saying you might have one for sporting clay and dog training you might have one for waterfowl and upland and then you can go in there and be prepared the night but with that conversion kit what i see in it is that it gives you that advantage like when you see the way these handguns work with the conversion kit that's that's the only way to store a handgun it's, it's, it's the only way. A, it stores the firearm handgun in a method where nothing's touching it. Nothing's touching. It's, easy to there's grip no and chance. Grab. Of, and yeah, it's not only that, but you when you put your hand on that gun and draw it out, you're in a position. If you're if you've got somebody broken into your home, if you've got I mean a true crisis, somebody shooting at you, you come out of that safe and you're in a position to to deal with a threat. I mean right there immediately and traditionally they're in a pocket in a door and you can get fabric cut up you know cut on one of the there's so many different pieces on that can get caught on that right so many things and also with the pegs and they're designed this way is when you put the firearm on once you're used to using them the firearm will slide onto the peg and the peg it's got a rubber coating but it's also it's called it's called barrel safe it's a brass peg so you can pull the rubber coating off and smaller for 22 caliber handguns and it will not damage the barrel but when the gun sits on it if you're standard like nine mils and all of your your basic handguns if there's a round in the chamber the gun doesn't go all the way down in the peg and that's fine it's but it lets you know it lets you know that that, that is a loaded firearm 
it was a round in the chamber. Do you want? I mean, do you want to store a gun with a round in the chamber? If it's a home defense firearm, and it's a safe firearm. You can store with a round in the chamber. You know, fast access. But like in the military, we design it that way because for them, they can't rack a loaded gun. And does it ever happen? Occasionally, it does. Very rare because they do a lot of drilling, a lot of before they return their weapons, make sure things are unloaded. But occasionally, we design that system so the armor putting his handguns back. Oh shoot! There's a round in this one, and they got to go through a procedure of identifying who, what, where, why, and and retrain or you know fix the problem. But it does let you know. It's just a, it's it's kind of part of the system, part of that that tie back to military protocol. And you mentioned the cradle grid system. That <laughs> is the cradle grid system is the boot. I mean, it's kind of like the the stock of the shotgun or the rifle has its own individual pretty much a cradle or a, or a yeah, boot that, it, that right. slides in and it can't it doesn't really move out of there it's like no, a sh- it's, no it's, it's designed that piece was designed it was designed you working with the military but yeah it properly and what also does it holds the butt of the gun so it's not going to move but also it's a step system so it gives the gun enough load leaning into the safe so it's stable then the upper cradle is designed to i mean that, that the actual profile is very specific it holds a rifle at the barrel It'll fo- that the foregrip, you can hold an M4 or an AR-15 at the magwell, turning it around. It's got the ability to, to hold a weapon at many different places because we don't know, you know, again, you had a uh, one of your SIGs with the side, you know, the angled little red dot. It's got the scope on top. And, you know, we don't know how people are going to configure their firearms. And the beauty of an AR plat- AR-15 platform is... Every shooter can configure a gun to meet their needs. Well, the cradle grid system is adjustable so that however you configure the gun, you adjust the cradle so you're you're picking up a point of the gun where you're... It's locked in. Yeah, and it just it stores it in a way that you're not... You know, is you, that patented? Absolutely, yeah. Wow, what a cool Mul- system. Mul- multiple patents on, on that whole system. What a cool um, system because it, the, the, what I'm envisioning now is our trailer going across the country. I remember in the past... In the past, we would have a safe, a traditional yeah. safe in there, right? Yeah. We we literally had to stuff it with six to seven extra jackets. Right, to, to, so, to so, lock the guns in. Yeah, so they weren't yeah. bouncing around going down the highway or hit a pothole yeah. or in a cornfield. With that cradle grid, cradle grip, grip, grid system, I watched it everywhere we went. We got it put in in September in New yep. York. Yep. And I watched it all the way through snow goose season in March and not one time. Did a gun come loose? Not once. No, and that's you. You're also you've got the new snap grip. Now all of our cradles have cleats on top, and the original system comes with a bungee cord, which we put with every cradle. It's not required for basic home storage. We use the bungees. They include with everyone for seismic. If you live in an area where there's earthquake, we, we're doing a ton of work with the Marine Corps in Southern California. The bungee system is allowed, so in the event of an earthquake, nothing moves. Now, in the military, if they're building a, like a connex box, a shipping box, they actually build armories out of those, and they're using the bungees. Um, and our project with Okinawa, that was a contract we won about three years ago. And that was, it was an $8 million build, but they came to us as a master guns. He said, Tom, and I knew the guy. He knew me. He knew what we did. And he goes, Tom... I want the guns to snap into the rack. I'm like, snap. He goes, I want them to snap, to snap into the rack. I don't want the bungees. I just want the snap in. He was just, he had this vision of cool that he wanted. I said, all right, let me, let me play with this for a while. And we came up with this. It's a simple wire form piece that you take the bungee off and uses the exact same cleats and just snaps in there. And it's two rollers, kind of like what a broom you know, those Home Depot broom holders in your garage, the little rollers, kukunk, yeah. and it rolls around the barrel. And you, you, you guys are using, you guys, you guys are one of the best examples we have of what snap grip can do because the guns are in and out. It doesn't slow your access at all. In fact, in a true firefight, you're not, that's not what you're dealing with, but if it was a tactical unit, like a, like a SWAT unit, that, that snap grip holds the gun in for driving, transporting, off-road, yet you can just you can grab that gun and get it out so fast. And with the way that it's with the rib of a shotgun, I you know I want to make sure that the listening audience knows is if you that's a perfect example of you have one of those things hanging on your wall and you snap your broom or your mop handle into place, you pull it out and it got little rollers on it and it allows yeah. you to do it. Wh- which way is the best way to store a long gun? Do you with, with, with a, a shotgun specific, no scope? Do you do it rib back or do you turn the gun around and have it have the? Does it matter? It, 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 
It depends on the gun and the and the and the height of the barrel oh. and the angle of the gun. I do it, it. It can work both ways. I find so quite often I have the rib out because the barrels the, the little the rollers just come around in the rib and, and I think the gun sits in a little deeper. I kind of like that, but it does work either way. I like it with the rib facing you when you yeah, open right. the locker. That, yeah, exactly. That, that's how I typically safe. if I'm doing f- shotguns like that, that. That is how I'll storm as well. Yeah. So that it's, cradle grid system is part of the answer aid it's part of the conversion kit yep it's the core of everything we do is based on um on that very fundamental core thought of at the individual level is this gun being stored properly and we designed it working with u.s army special forces to properly build their armories because these are the guys that their their gear has to work or, or they could be killed. You know, it's a sniper goes into combat. He's got one shot. It's got the gun has to perform. So that system holds every gun free and clear. Scopes never touch anything. It's, you know, it's treating the gun the way it should be treated. It's being stored in a way as if each gun is being stored in its own case. Because when you put you snap those guns in, nothing's touching them. Not they're all. Um, let me ask you this. If I have yeah. a gun wall, I'm yeah. looking at the conversion kit, right? That's yeah. on the that's in that safe that we did today. Yeah. But it's got the cradle grid system on it yeah. because it's got a flat spot that the guns sit on. Correct. If I have a gun wall and it's elevated, right? Let's this picture this paint yeah. this picture right here is the gun wall. Can you put the cradle grid system to where the cradle the boot the boot part sits at the bottom of your cradle of your yeah. wall? Yeah. And use the same one. And then you can also, though, get it to where you hang your guns horizontally, correct. right? And that doesn't include the cradle grip system. No, correct? that's that's the – we have a adjustable – there's shelves that you can place. And there's six – there's a four-rifle shelf and a six-rifle shelf and then individual rifle shelves that hold the base of that gun. And then the, the upper cradle snap in. So, yeah, you can go up and down. We do the individuals because in a real high-density armory, we did um, – Daniel Defense Armory, and we do the SIG armories. We use individuals, so they can have rifles of different lengths on the bottom. Then the the next row of rifles, they can adjust the shelf so it's right above the barrel, and basically like a cascading gun storage. So they maximize every you know square inch of space on that wall. But yeah, it's flexible. And the horizontal mounts, you lose some storage density, but it's you know that's more about your wow factor and yeah. and also utilizing space. I do you know my. My personal system is I've got vertical guns on the side and the sides of my wall, and then the center. I've got some rifles that are just beautiful. I just like them; they look good, and I just I just deck it out, and it 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 looks great. Occasionally, I come in and change them. I got a new uh, if I get a new rifle or something, or I'm working with a manufacturer, and I'm shooting like the the wall behind me in my office. If I'm shooting a podcast, I'll feature. I do feature guns all the time. We work with a lot of manufacturers, and you know, I want to show these guys off. I want gun manufacturers to be wildly successful because it help, it all helps all of us. So if you want, if you, if I was building a new home right now, mm-hmm. is a service you offer that I could get my gen, my GC, my general contractor with you, and we could design this room with the architect and all that? Absolutely. Do you offer a service to where you fly out and you put the, you could like be a consultant of like, this is what I would do with this size room? We can. Um, we would charge for that service. For but, sure. Yeah, but, of course. But, it's so rare that you need to, and we have an armory design group within Securit that does all the design work and the build work for military armories. It's the same process to do a home. So if you're building a new home, it becomes really simple of, we over the phone, we talk, so what are your goals? Okay, what's the rifle capacity? What's your maximum capacity? Simple questions, okay. Do you want this room to be simply a secure storage room for, for rifles? Are you going to do any maintenance in there? Do you want to do any reloading? Do you want to have have it set up as a, like a man cave set up where you've got chairs, you've got, I mean, we can do it all, you know, do you want a cigar room just with the gun wall? Do you want display? Do you want to be, are you trying to show off or show your collection or are you just trying to store it? All these questions, we just go through them all and then we get, we can recommend you know how big does your room need to be or how much wall space do you need quite often people already have their house being developed and say hey i'm looking at this space for a gun room we say send us just take a snapshot of the blueprints with dimensions send it to us we put it in our software and our guys just start start drawing up the system and we'll just go back and forth with the client and we don't charge for that so you do the service but yeah we we don't charge for if we're doing over the phone doing armory design service we don't charge for it and what they end up getting is but they end up buying it from you all the pieces i mean not always. Eventually, they do. Um, 
it's they get a top-down view of the room with the walls. Then they get elevation drawings of each, so you can look at a wall. And we actually have the guns on the wall. It's not, I mean, it's not high def. It's, it's kind of like if you get a kitchen done, and the guy, the kitchen company comes in, they show you the, 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 photo, like the renderings of what your kitchen's going to look like. It's not exact, but it gives you the idea. Same kind of thing. And uh, it's pretty simple, and working with contractors is very easy, and they're always, always amazed and how easy our system goes in. It's designed to be easy. And uh, we're going to look at a, we're going to start, um, we've got a lot going on right now, but the goal for this year is to build relationships with home builders so they can offer firearm storage in the home when they're talking to clients to say, do you guys have firearms? Would you like to look at incorporating, you know, decentralized storage where they're actually building cubbies and alcoves within closets so that, you know, if you want to follow our principles of decentralized storage, you could have all your gun safes so they're flush to walls throughout your home, and people coming in your home would never know you own a firearm. Yet, you're never more than two to three seconds away. So we use the conversion kit on an existing safe today. Yep. You can convert a room in your home or build a new, con, mm -hmm. you know, new room in a new home being yes. built as a gun room with a secured system. Yep. And now we moved on. We talked a little bit about the Foul Life Edition Answer 8. Give give the 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 view, viewer and listener, Tom, please, um, give me some of the bullet points of the, the Answer 8, the Answer 12, the materials, the toughness, the security. And then we can, you know, we, we already have touched on the organizational part of it right. once you open that door, whether it's the hooks, whether it's the shelves, whether it's the bins, the trays. Then you got the cradle grid system. You got you got a system that when you open that door, everything is where it goes. It's it's got its own right. little place. And I'm looking at one right now, and it's just it's awesome what we do with this today. We took this yeah. and we turned it. It's in our studio where the foul yeah. life is. The TV's done. The podcasting's done. All of our social media's done. Everything we do. And you open that up right now. It's got red cameras in there. It's got the top of the line cameras and microphones. Yeah, and, we say and red hard camera. Drives. What's that camera cost? You put, Seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean that's when you look at the. Again, you guys are a great. This was such a great example of what the answer can do, is the integration of gear and guns. Now we we you know I let your guys go nuts with it, and they tricked it all out, and they've got two. These are defense firearms. They've got AR-15, a shotgun, pump shotgun, handguns, two handguns, and then all this gear. Um, again, the, the the value of hard drives with the data you guys get, you can't get it again. Can't replace. Locked it. up and you secured yet? Done. Again, and you're in this place. If you they work here late at night, we're you know it's it's a relatively it's a safe community, but things go wrong. If you're here late at night, again from right here from where I'm sitting to get up and get over there. I'll bet, and I'm good at this, I practice a lot, I bet I could be armed in a position to defend myself in probably four to six seconds. From where From you're a sitting right position, yeah, I yeah. think so. I, I think That's the, including uh, the combination. Yeah, yeah, I did the, uh, we, we, I worked with your, with your brother on the uh, Fastbox 20, and I said, well, just, and I just, I did the combo, just opened it up, and he was just, his eyes got big, because he couldn't believe how fast I opened it. But I said, look, all of our systems, we tell everybody, you get the instructions, is practice slowly and deliberately doing your combination. You practice access the way you practice and train with firearms. And, you know, slow, deliberate, you know, military, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So I, you practice deliberately doing this every day for 30 days. Or like if I've got a Agile in one of my closets, I've got my, my front hall closet by my front door, I keep a an agile gun safe in there with six rifles, one of which is a, is an AR-15. Every time I get a code out of there, I just do do do. I just do it and open it. And I'm so fast at it. I don't even think about it anymore because I've done it so much. And that's where I want people to get where muscle memories kicked in. You no longer think about it. You instinctively do it. And that's how you save your. That's how you save your life in, in a firefight. Is because just going to the range and shooting is not preparing you for a conflict. Um, Remember the good old days of cashiers before the, the scanning systems yeah when you really saw somebody that loved their job oh. and they could just sit there and and, oh. put, and just knew the numbers to put in the price would pop up and you're like man that's badass it was like and they, nobody waited in line that long and yeah. that's what this kind of system is it's like muscle memory well that's what you're doing learning yeah, right learning how, it's almost like with texting to where i could literally sit here and type a message he looking does. at you yeah and know what my thumbs are doing isn't that crazy that our our thumbs in the but keyboard and it's just like typing i mean well it's i equate it to you know i was a professional guitar player to being when you're a musician 
Why do you practice? The only reason you practice is to build neural pathways so that you no longer have to think. You, playing guitar for the first time, your finger, people are like trying to, now your finger, where you want me to put it? Right here. And every motion has to be processed. But you practice every day and you build muscle memory. Well, now I know these motions, I don't have to think about them. I can sit, I can sit and talk to you. I can sing a song while I'm playing because the muscle, those pathways have been so reinforced, it's just second nature. And that's what firearms training does the same thing. While you practice your draw, your dry fire drills, you got to practice your access. That's, you know, one of our missions is to change the way American gun owners think about firearm storage. We want them to think about access, to think about location, and to think about properly, you know, respect for a firearm. They teach that kids, you know, teach your kids respect for a firearm. Well, respect doesn't end when you close the door of a safe. How are you storing those guns? Are, are they actually being respected? Are they packed into a, a, a box where they're all banging into each other and you, know, st you got jackets? Is that truly respecting what that firearm is? No, it's not. So we did, our system is each gun is held with a level of respect for what it is and what it's capable of doing. Which is the only way to do it. And if that mindset can be taught, we think so, yeah. taught and digested yeah. and practiced, then everything falls into place i mean then yeah if you start there with the organization then your practice techniques get better yeah everything is when you start talking about handgun training you mentioned it in our in our previous podcast i've i've done so many courses to where you know i'm around a guy like houston shaw or his dad john shot yeah. it at, at uh shaw shooting or mid-south and in, in memphis yeah. tennessee and the mississippi border and to watch these guys these trainers and again i'll probably never get to that level yeah. But it's something that if you don't go do and you respect that knowledge and respect their teachings of what they got, yeah. there's nothing that can prepare you more than practice and yeah. understanding that, you know, obviously there's techniques that we practice with higher heart rates and our breathing and getting right. it down. Because, you know, when you go into panic mode, you know, fight or flight, you know, absolutely fight or flight. I mean, it's like, are you going to be ready when that moment happens? It's easy to say, oh, I can defend my home. It's easy to say it's, I got my CCW, but what yeah. if you're in a sub sandwich shop and something goes down? Are you ready? Are you going to be prepared? Like, have you practiced, went to these courses and have you yep. practiced? Have you respected that gun and the storage of that gun and, and making sure that every single piece of the puzzle is in place? And a lot of people don't do that. No, it's... A, a lot it, of them don't. They don't. I've got a good friend, um, Gary Melton, Paramount Tactical, and he's and he's, a, he's a military. He's one of the best trainers I've ever worked with, and he talks in every class, train like you fight train like you fight and that's that in inducing stress into your training is critical and it's you know i like the long range precision shoot i like to there's things i like to do i, I do a lot of ar-15 you know moving drills and then i'll stop and i'll do push-ups wait another set of push-ups jumping jacks do anything get my heart just pounding and then go back through and try to do these drills it's really hard but Very but but that's the state my body's going to be in if somebody kicks in my front door. Is I'm gonna I'm not going to be in this calm, focused, relaxed state. I'm going to be narrow tunnel vision. Blood flow is going to cease to my upper brain where I think and go down to my the lower brain where your instinctive reactions are. But if you practice muscle memory, you have those instinctive reactions. That it's gone there and now you can perform. But it's critical. I mean, I tell everybody is you know if you're not training. If you're not practicing on a regular basis, I don't care how cool your gun is, you're, you're not going to be in a position to accurately and safely defend yourself. This episode of the Foul Life Podcast is brought to you by The Provider. The Provider's mission is to help everyone enjoy a well-seasoned meal no matter where they are or what they're cooking. They currently offer 12 unique dry rubs, an incredible wing sauce, and a number one selling cookbook, all designed to elevate the flavor of any dish. Their rubs come in airtight containers that keep them fresh and flavorful for a long time. And unlike other rubs that can be overpowering or too salty, The Provider's rubs strike the perfect balance of flavors. The cookbook, co-written by Hunter enthusiast Chad Belding and Chad Mendez is a work of art with incredible photos by Tom Rasheen and stories of people hunting and providing. It's so beautiful you'll want to sit down and appreciate every single page. It's packed with recipes and designed specifically for wild game and domestic meats making it the perfect addition to any cook's arsenal. Head over to theproviderlife.com. With new additions every week the website is a treasure trove of free cooking tutorials, provider tips and unique recipes that will help you take your culinary skills to 
to the next level. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the kitchen, the provider has something for everyone. Today's episode of the Foul Life Podcast is also brought to you by Lear. Keeping your gear safe and secure on the road has never been easier than it is with Lear. With innovative features and design like the twist handle locking system and easy lift system, Lear's truck caps and tonneau covers provide added convenience and security for truck owners. And with durable and weather-resistant materials and fully customizable options, you can trust Lear to keep your cargo safe and dry no matter where you go. Upgrade your truck today with Lear's top quality accessories. Visit Lear.com now. If I look at the answer eight and I yeah. compare it to other safes on the market, uh, let's talk exterior. Yeah, okay. Exterior. Yeah, we, we, let's we, talk. We exter- started going there. We kind of no. I, went I, off I, I know, but I like weaving it out. Yeah. Exterior material. So the 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 answer eight. You know, we developed our agile cabinet first, our ultralight gun safe, which is it's a hundred pound lightweight, fast access modular safe. And we talked to a lot of people, did a lot of research, worked a lot of groups, and we came up with the answer safe. And the answer, it's the answer to the question is, look, Tom, I'm just, I've got a big safe. I like, I like having the, big, the bigger safe. I like the bigger. I've got a lot of gear. So, you know, your Agile cabinet is small, modular. I get it. I can buy two of them. I really, I want to fit all this stuff in one box, in one safe. I'm like, okay, so we came up. This is the answer. So the answer safe is same gauge steel as most of your, like Liberty Safe, you know, Fort Knox, all those, I mean, we're using the same gauge steel, the locking system, the, we use hardened steel bolts. We use all the same setup as a traditional gun safe. The Agile cabinet is, a, is you assemble it. It's much more from a military mindset of high speed, lightweight, uh, modular design. The answer is for people who are just very used to a traditional safe. And that's what they want in their home. That's, that's what they like. Well, the answer gives you everything that a safe has from steel, gauge, all, all the security levels. But then you open it and you've got the secured experience. Now, the answer safes are shallower than a traditional gun safe. We store all guns in one row. You're never digging. You're never putting guns behind guns because that's not that's not it just doesn't work in terms of how we use and why we have firearms because people with a safe with the guns all packed in you're setting guns on the floor you're digging through you might have a gun missing if you got a safe a deep safe maxed out full of packed full of guns you could have a 22 in the back that's just not there it's missing you, you don't know where it went. you, you, you had it, it on a camping it, trip you it, know it, it you ha- start playing mind tricks it happens all, but at the end of the day again I do hunts where I, br- I bring people out to the ranch. We do range days. We do a lot of things. I come back and we unload everything you load up. I know if I'm missing a gun, I know right away because I say, oh, guys, where is the whatever, you know, the Henry 22? Oh, I, I've got it. I say, okay, cool. We've got it. But that's kind of what the, that answer line is. Um, it really it gives everybody who are, are used to traditional safes that experience of a steel safe. Now, we've eliminated all the drywall and the goofy interior. Um, and that's where the weight is. And this is interesting. I did a lot of research um, with gun safes. And the reason, the original reason they started putting the drywall in was to add weight to the safes. Because when you open a big safe door, they don't want there to be a tip hazard with children. Where An empty safe with a safe door opening could tip over because the safe industry... What's happened now, and this was not original, but this is where it's gone. If you read the brochures on on most of your American and any of your Chinese-made import safes, they talk about security. You know, there's level one, level two, level three. You've got those, and they call them different things, different companies. But when they talk about security, all their focus goes to the door. And they're talking, your basic safe has you know, three or four or five bolts. Then level two, you've got corner bolts and you've got a drill plate, that hardened steel plate so you can't drill the lock. And then level four, you've got, or three, you've got steel, hardened steel plate covering the whole door. There's no way you can drill it. You've got all these things. There's no way you can pry that door open. All the security focuses on the door. That door is so heavy, they fill the safe with drywall so the safe won't tip over. Um, the frustration there is when you look at actual data of safes being breached, they cut the side of the safe open. Modern tools, a modern just a circular saw, any garden variety, you know, skill saw with a modern carbide blade 
They use them in the concrete industry to cut rebar, you know, up to one inch rebar. With, with There's a circular saw blade. I can walk into any safe and just cut a big hole in the side of it in 18, 20 seconds. I've, my record is 18 seconds to remove guns from a big with heavy what? safe. It's a circular saw. It's a 1987. Just, a, just any blade? No, it's a, it's a, a uh, carbide blade. It's a steel cutting carbide blade. They mainly sell these for use in, in concrete in industry concrete. to cut rebar because it's so, so fast. So you can cut right through any safe on the market without Absolutely. no problem. Absolutely. I can cut through my safe too. I'm, I'm not cut proof either. But what we've done is, so we've eliminated all the nonsense and made a nice, secure locking safe. But it's shallower, so you can put the safe in a closet. You can put the safe Secrecy. in a... Secrecy. Absolutely. And when I see a brochure where I see... I mean, this is the marketing of a lot of safe industry, and I get what they're going after. I just Big disagree with it. paintings and murals on Well, it's... You've got a beautiful safe, and it's... The paint job is unbelievable. It's got this wild, wild west old-style lettering on it, and the, the verbiage on the ads... You can read these. This is how they are right now. It talks about heirloom, heritage... Um, American tradition and lifetime investment, your past, and all this stuff. But the picture is this big safe in a corner with a pool table, a river rock fireplace, a view of the mountains out the window. And I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm from a security standpoint. My background is military, firearm, and armors. This is like, wait a minute. All the valuables you own go in your safe, and you're advertising to the whole with everybody that walks in your home. Here's where everything is. That's crazy. That really, I mean, from a security standpoint, that's just nuts. It, gun safe is not a showpiece. A safe is a secure vault for securing valuables, and nobody knows where it. They shouldn't know where it is. Yeah, you don't you, see. You don't walk into the bank and they're like, "Here's yeah, our safe with a I nice mean, mural painting on it." Right. It's 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 crazy. So we design all of our systems so you can simply place them out of sight, and you'd be surprised the advantages of simply being out of sight when you look at crime data. There's so many break-ins where the person breaking in has been in the home before. Friend of a friend or there's been a situation where they've, they've cased the joint because they've been in there. And especially with gun safe break-ins. That's so, that's they, so they know there's a, They know that there's a safe in there. From delivery people. So there's so many people that have access to your home. The other side of that is when you look at our principles of decentralized storage, the closets, the hidden spaces in your home are some of the best locations to have firearms for fast access in how we live in our homes. You know, kitchen, pantry, front hall, closet, guest bed. There's, just, there's, there's a lot of information on the website about our methodology. But going back to the actual answer cabinet, it is your traditional gun safe without that drywall. Now, they put the drywall in, they say, for fire rating. Um, if you look at the, you know, the California fires. The, paradise. The, yeah, the Paradise Fire. Anybody can Google Paradise Fire gun safes. There's a lot of articles out there. There are no safes that survive that fire. Because no. that was a real fire. But real fires are extremely rare. Um, our test, we took and we built a room of a house um, out in the ranch, um, set it on fire with a gun safe. It was a 75-minute American-made safe. In 18 minutes, it broke 350. It, it went to 400 very quickly. And so, boom. That, I mean, it, it, there was no way this safe surviving a fire more importantly, and what I found just very surprising, we put the fire out at 20 minutes. And so, okay, boom, 18 minutes. Wow. Okay, put the fire out. So we're sitting there letting things cool down. Um, we brought a smoker out. We were doing some sausages. We're all eating. It's a beautiful day. And about 30 minutes later, I walk over to see, you know, if we can start taking stuff down. And I look at the temp probe. The inside of the safe was 720 degrees. That safe was, that fire was a hot fire. And it was, it was not, we didn't use any unusual fuels, just simply wood. But you know, get a roaring fire can be 1,500 degrees. And that metal got so hot, the inside of that safe continued to go up and go up and go up. And it got to 720 degrees. The significance of that is if your safe is in a fire and you open it up and it looks like, you know, you have to call a gunsmith or a locksmith to get it open, it says, wow, the guns look okay. You don't know how hot it got. At 300 and 380, right around 380, hardened steel starts to break down. At 680, annealed steel starts to lose its properties. Annealed steel is how they make barrels. Hardened steel is how they do your bolts and your trigger groups. So, and what can happen is, you know, annealed steel is a it's a hardening process, but it's also a flexibility. You know, barrels have flex; they have whip. They're able to take the shock of that of the cartridge, you know, the explosion, the discharge of the weapon and absorb that energy in a way that produces an accurate shot. 
if that if that steel loses the annealing and it gets super hot and it cools and it gets hard well now it's brittle and so if you don't know how hot your gun got let's say you got a 300 wind mag bolt action gun are you going to put that up next to your cheek where that chamber for that cartridge and that's a big powerful cartridge is right next to your face and pull the trigger I don't think the performance of a gun can ever be the same. There's just no way. No, it's not. And that's why... Like, but people don't ever associate... They don't think about that. ...the protection of the safe with that. No. And if your guns are involved in a fire, you replace them. And most insurance policies, if your guns are... Whether the guns are survived or not, they they basically... They, they buy the guns from you, and they give you money, and they destroy them. It's kind of the same with an automobile. It, it is. You see a lot more cars now being totaled. Total. And people are like, geez, why are they doing that? Because the insurance company doesn't want the risk of you, after the car is fixed, having an accident because something was missed. Now the liability is on them, and they'll get sued. Yeah, they sent their they, assessor out, and they right, missed They would rather just say, you know what? It's totaled. Get a yeah, new truck. For, for yeah, 80 grand, and we're out of this thing, and he's got a new truck. And, now, and going forward... They have no liability. If they say oh, it's going to be $22,000 damage, get it fixed. But now they've got this potential liability on their books for as long as you own the truck. Yeah, same with so, the guns when they but go that's, on the fire. That's what it is. So we look at the, the answer safe, though, gives people a level of flexibility that they just don't have. And the answer, the size of the answer is big enough so you can incorporate guns and gear at a level that people aren't used to. And you, I mean, you've experienced it with the foul life version of the safe. The flexibility of all the different bins, the hooks, all the things we have. I mean, you spent a good afternoon in Syracuse at our office, you know, configuring. We were working with it, and you came back here and were designing the safe. And then I you see, yeah, you created the pictures, sent the pictures. I think Chris got them. He showed me the pictures of what you created. I just started laughing. I was just like, holy, I, like, I never imagined somebody would do this with a safe because that's not my world. I can figure my safes for me. It's really different. That's you know, the beauty of our system. Every customer that buys well, what, our what safe. Was, what, what was different to you, like what I did? Like what, the, 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 You took it to a higher level than I would have in using the hooks on the outside of the safe for all your calls. I never thought about that. Yeah, and clothes and, and all the well, stuff this, that you can because yeah because and now i've got my at my house i've got hooks on the side of my i've got all these agile cabinets i got a row of it's six cabinets three of the bigger ones three of the small ones on top and on the side now i've got all these hooks all my i mean again it seems so obvious you can make it your own but i never thought of it but that's every customer that gets our system we we like to see and again a lot of people they don't want we don't ask for photos but a lot of people send us a photo just showing us what they did. And we don't publish them. We don't do anything with them. But they're just, uh, we encourage people to say, hey, if, you know, if you're anonymously can post it on social media, we don't want people to ever telegraph to anybody what they own. But we'd love to see them. And every single one is configured differently because, again, our system is like a box of Legos that hold guns. And every kid that builds with Legos builds what they want they build what they need that's what our safe allows you and the answer different than the agile gives you a bigger platform it just gives you a bigger canvas to create so we ended today's conversation in our videoing today and we're going to end this podcast with the fast box 20 that yeah. was the last um one that we recorded yeah. today. you're as the end user as the listener as the viewer of this podcast in the foul life tv where secured is the official gun storage system you're going to be able to f see these videos on youtube yep. secure its website our website you're going to be able to find them in all sorts of social media platforms to see what tom is doing and what his team is designing um it, with, with our walkthroughs today that's what i wanted to accomplish is like Here's what can be done with this safe. And then Correct. you said, well, that my brother was wowed with how fast you could get this next one we're going to talk about. We're going to end this podcast, and we're going to come back tomorrow with part three, and we're going to finalize the fast box for the yep. long guns. We're going to finalize the locker system with the with the cradle grid system. Yep. is amazing that we have in our trailers. If you... I don't care what you do in life. I don't care if you have an enclosed trailer of car parts with your with your hauling on automobile. These locker systems are legit to haul stuff. So They absolutely... They were designed for Connex boxes for mobile armories, building armories and, all over the world. And we're going to get into that yeah. tomorrow. Those are the lockers. That's called the Secure It Locker, I guess? No, that, that, is a, that is a Model 84 tactical weapon rack. That is the rack used in the U.S. Tactical military. Tactical weapon rack. That, that's the number of... It's With the, the doors and the everything on it. That, yeah, that's, that's what built Secure It. 
That's what made, we're the global leader in military weapons storage. Nobody builds more armories and secure it, and that is and the now cabinet. Duck, that now we Duck use. Hunter can have these. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So Anybody we're going to talk about those tomorrow. Yep. We're going to record those tomorrow. You're going to be able to find videos of that. You're going to see those systems in our TV show all season. Brand new Benelli's season 15 of Benelli's The Foul Life, which premieres June 29th exclusively on the Outdoor Channel. You're going to be able to see this secure it product in action in our trailer, a 24 foot enclosed trailer hauling UTVs and hauling 16 guns at a time with never once falling out of place ammo stored in a locker across the trailer from them so there's no ammo with the guns while we're traveling always trying to think safety security so um you're gonna be able to see that coming up on new episodes of the foul life but the last one we did today was the fast box yep. 20 handgun safe yeah it was uh you know it was funny because i've we've, we've not it's a brand new product it's the first this is the first video we've shot with it and i don't have a lot of personal experience with it because i'm you know i'm not a i don't consider myself a handgun shooter i do a ton of training i shoot a lot of handguns but i'm a rifle guy and i defend my home i consider home defense for me it's all shotguns and all an ar-15 or, or a pump shotgun and that that's just what i use what i'm comfortable with so i know the fastbox system and i use a lot of them and i practice a lot but i hadn't used that one so we had it up on the shelf. We had it all set up. And it holds, in this case, we had six handguns. So we had high-density four. And I was, again, for home defense, high-density four guns. And right below it, we had two that were set up a little wider. So, you, so again, I opened that. from this, We said, all right, what's the access time? And I, I came out with the gun. I comes The way it comes out, I'm into a two-handed grip. And I'm in a position to defend myself. It was sub-two seconds. Sub-two seconds. Yeah, it was, it was that fast. And uh, with the combo. Yeah, it's again, we use, it's a fast access digital, you know, it's a push button. Um, we're actually in the process, not with that box, with some of our other safes. Um, I designed a new locking solution that we're, I'm working with manufacturers right now to finalize. We got the, we're 3D printing prototypes and it's going to be, we're just increasing the speed and the ease with which people can train. Our systems are all fast access. We're just taking it up a notch. Um, this, that's, so this will be something incorporated at the very beginning of next year. And that is a box that is just, that's for handguns. Yeah. And does, what's the, the maximum? It can hold up to what? It can hold eight handguns, and it's a 20-inch. It's, a it's a, our fast box line, which is a two-rifle, goes under your bed or goes vertical. This was just scaled down to address the handgun crowd, not for the guy. I mean, people buy, like, a little handgun box holds one handgun. But so many people own a lot of firearms, a lot of handguns. If you own six or eight handguns, it's not practical to buy a great big safe. It's also not practical to buy six individual handguns. Trigger locks just don't work. So we designed this. We scaled it down. It's very affordable, but it gives you that storage. Plus, it's small enough. You can put it in a shelf, put it in the closet somewhere, and you've got handguns. You also got room for watch, for, for jewelry. It incorporates, you can use all of our bins and storage pieces. So you could have, you know, two handguns in it and have bins for if you're a watch collector or if you're a got a lot of jewelry, anything of value and put it in there. And I, again, everybody, I'm a, I always say this when I talk about storing things like this, don't put it in your bedroom closet. It's the least secure room in your home. If you look at crime data, a thief breaks into your home, master bathroom, prescription drugs, then master bedroom closet looking for valuables. If you're going to do that, uh, one firearm in your bedroom for night when you're sleeping, I recommend in a fast access safe. But if you've got a lot of guns, something like the answer 20, kitchen pantry. We spend so much time in our kitchen. Thieves, even if they're in the home for a long time, they ignore kitchens. They're not looking to steal your Fruit Loops or your plates. You know, it's just not where they go. All the data shows, you know, bedroom, home office, den, basement. You know, they're, they're, it's pretty consistent path. So this little box gives you the ability to secure multiple firearms and you can set it up for really high density and then you have your go-to you put into a position where it's a little more isolated so you can easily, I mean, again, I unlocked it, opened it, removed the gun and was in a position to discharge that firearm. In sub two seconds. Yeah. Have you ever given any thought, we're going to end today's conversation yep. on an idea and you've probably already got it, but I live alone. Many people live alone, female women, oh, females yeah. and men. I mean, yeah. female women. That's, that's, that's <laughs> well, nowadays, world. nowadays you actually. <laughs> but what about the shower? I'm in the shower and I get, hear the window break or I hear something going on. It's can it, is there waterproof that you that secure could design to have a fast box in the shower with a piece in there? We we have that coming. 
Um, it's not water. Our, our, we don't do waterproof because truly we don't believe that, A, guns can get wet. Not all the time, but there are some waterproof cases out there. We feel that the, the waterproof nature of a case makes it so it's no longer fast access because you need, to, you need to lock the case down to get the seal to work, typically with a couple of points on the sides and then your lock. So, But we do have a solution that, again, in the shower, probably not, but right outside your shower, you've got access. Um, could you build a fast access storage into your shower? You could. Um, I just have always thought about that because yeah. you're vulnerable there. It, 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 it you, is. People don't people don't shower with their guns. No, <laughs> maybe no. some well. do. <laughs> they probably do, maybe. But but it's, you're vulnerable uh, in the shower if something goes down. If it's you, you a nurse is. works until nine o'clock at night or swing shift, and she gets off at yeah. midnight, and she comes home to shower. I'm you know, that's saying, what like, I when I it's situations like when I look at those situations, I'm a big believer in um, home security systems, and then. Always, get, If you're going to get a home security system, many people, they have their system, they walk in the house, they do the little pad, and they shut it down. Before you go to bed at night, and most of them will have this, usually added is set the perimeter. And all that means is your windows and your doors, the perimeter, if they're breached, your alarm goes off. Yeah, Because right, most, yeah. yeah, most people, you have motion sensors, they just turn the system off. I've got my office. I mean, I'm in my office at 4 o'clock in the morning. Because I, I, I get up very early. I go in. I'm working, I work on cars. I like to restore old cars. That's what I kind of do for therapy in the morning. But I'm there by myself. And we have a very secure armory. And most people do not know we have firearms. But some people do. Yeah. So it, 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 I consider that a threat. So I go in. I undo the code. And, and then I come set back. It. And I, I, I set the perimeter. Yeah. So I'm, I'm good to go. And no, if anybody tries to get in, into this office, I'll know. I'll hear it. I love it. Secure it. Tom, the man, the founder. <laughs> You're going to be able to find these videos at thefowllife.com, secureitgunstorage.com. Yeah. Secureitgunstorage.com. You know, Chad, I just want to say thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Not, I mean, our relationship, secure it, working with the foul life is just, and we're just getting started. I'm so excited about this. Me too. But everything, I just, I watch you work and the, the, a lot of people don't realize is how much you do behind the scenes to put, you've put me in touch with a lot of people that can help help me help them and help the industry and you do a lot of work a lot of things happening in america certainly in waterfowl some of the association stuff and you, you bust your ass and it's well, a, thank you for noticing it is i just want your listeners to know that i watch you work i'm just amazed at just non-stop and you're you're always on point with, with, so with, are you though? With what's going on yeah. in my world, maybe it's hard to stop. <laughs> That's, Once you get going, you get on a little, get on a little roll. Is, uh, but you know what? What's what? It's all about. You know, the you were you hear people use the the term passion project, yeah. right? That was my passion. Well, yeah. I don't have any skin in the game with your company. You yeah. sell it for 150 million tomorrow. I don't get anything out of that. Yeah. I have passion for it though because I believe in it and what yeah. you've built, right? So I get behind things that I really believe in, and this oh. is I, I don't That's think I've ever been excited about a gun safe in my life ever. No, I don't think. Anybody, and now I'm no, fired up. Now and, uh, I keep like yeah. I'm so excited. I just spit if you saw that on the camera, but <laughs> I get fired up about yeah. this project because it it makes you like what you just said about the perimeter and your alarm i just took a note on my phone because yeah. i'm like that i have a daughter she's 12 now so sleeping with daddy's not in the equation anymore yeah. she used to just cuddle up with me now yeah. it's like dad you're an idiot get yeah and she's across the you know she's in a different place yep. so i'm very cognitive of that perimeter and protection and windows that was a big one when my kids got there's that point when kids are in there and for me at eight nine years old i'm just like you know what do you do? Because that, that's a that's a panic mode oh, yeah. for me is to think that to think you can't get to your child. Perimeter security. The other night something happened here, and I was I was looking for, I was looking for an artifact. You know, I'm a collector, right? I'm a weird collector. I'm not a hoarder. I'm a collector of 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 things that mean something to me. And I must have moved a picture frame in the wrong angle to where it was going to fall sooner or later. Oh, it didn't fall it right let, away. It let go. Oh. So it lets go, and I hear this bang, and she's sleeping. And I'm up and I got my freaking thing and I'm like, oh gosh. And the first thing I do is Alyssa and she's not answering me because she's in a deep sleep, right? right? And I freaking went down, made sure she's safe. I'm looking and I got my light. And then I went in there and I see this picture with the frame just shattered. I'm like, 
oh man, that's my fault because I moved it around looking for something yep. and didn't secure it again. But it made me think like, well, what if something was up? Did I do the right steps? Did I, yeah. did I, am I supposed to yell at her? Do I give up my location by yelling like that? There's all these training methods that you can, that you can yeah. really study. And oh, that's yeah. what secure it in the relationship and the friendship. And that it makes right. me take it more serious because you may never use your CCW. You may never use your gun and pull. You may you, never have to defend your home, I, I but I'm damn sure you're going to be ready. Yeah, right. And hopefully you won't. But uh, yeah, we're right now. We're work, we're really trying to bring secure it into the training side of things. We're working with a lot of training centers and actual NRA instructors. We're trying to put together so they will incorporate access into basic firearms, like security, like lock up your gun. But today we're going to go through this, and we're also going to introduce you to access. And again, it's something you got to practice yourself, but it's. Uh, Part of the future, kind of the thing we're trying to build. I can't wait for it. No, man, it's it's uh, secure. I, I love what we do. Com. I love it too. I love every day we get the. Yeah. It's like we get the people are like, do you really want to make your hobby your life? And I'm like, I don't know. Some people, you know, they'll turn their their hobbies or their passions into work, and they don't. They yeah. get tired of it, you know. And, and sometimes I get exhausted because I'm running so hard. But man, I'm more fired up at this time in my mid 30s of being able to go. I'm, I'm more excited about duck season this year. I'm more excited about partnerships like this. Yeah. And, and and I had to, you know, pinch myself a few times or catch myself is a better term because, man, you get this product delivered and it, this comes in and then this shirt comes in and then, then your product testing this. Yeah. And then by the time you go hunting, you're just like, well, sh shit, I've been wearing that jacket and photo shoots for the last six. No, but now I'm, I'm finding that yeah. love of like this is this is what we do this I is know. and sometimes it's, you catch yourself you're like oh you he, need to get away from it from a little bit i do you know? i take i get my breaks in um i like to do i like to do i got three kids i like to do solo trips with each child each kid and my kids are getting out there in their early 20s but i've always had that where you do a do the trip with each one individual it's yeah, such they're special. all different they're yeah, all different just getting away but uh people ask me is like tommy you're six i'm 61 it's like Retirement. Well, what are you looking at? Sixty-five. Like, like when are you when are you going to slow down? It's always it's when he, I got a lot of friends at my age that are like my brother's retired. He's a year older than me, and he's he just cruises. He's like, I say, you know what? I can't. You know, on the weekends I enjoy myself. I'm out at the ranch. I'm doing. I'm, I just love to be outdoors. Monday morning, I'm up at about four thirty-five o'clock. I have my cup of coffee, and I'm out there. I can't wait to get to my office it's i can't so wait to fun. get to security that to the just that's the entrepreneurial and just to be spirit. in to be in my world of my company i've got the greatest people in the world and we associate with everybody we work with is you know the firearms industry is the salt of the earth Special. man it's it's the best people and, and that's the thing about that so, what you said is a lot of people look forward to friday night and i'm saying the weekend ain't fun but i've always looked forward to sunday night because yeah. i'm starting like it's yeah. almost like a, it's a drug it's like a endorphin like wait a minute it's saturday my phone's not ringing as much and yeah. I, and you need that time. You get it. You get. Yep. The, I need the downtime. I'm not saying you don't get away from it. But I am way more me when it's time of like yep. whether it's putting out fires or making something happen or introducing yep. somebody and, and and utilizing the network. So yeah, I appreciate you noticing and I appreciate the product, the design, the ingenuity. I just like the. I just like the ability to open that and make it mine. Yep. And that's what that's... is cool about all these products. When I see those handguns, the way they store. That should have been being done 50 years ago in the in the security. And it has been. And you've de been doing it for two decades now or three decades yeah, since in, in military. Yeah, in the military. In military. Yeah. And I just wish that I would have known about it earlier because it just makes so much more I sense. I wish I would have thought about the gun safe market. I mean, it wasn't until the government shut down spending and I was almost out of business. I sold everything I owned just about except. Yeah, we because were, the military we, didn't have a budget. Right. We were in the process of selling our house. So we'd have raised money just to stay afloat. And it was at that point I, I'd laid off everybody and uh that you know maybe we should go into the retail market and i started doing research and it's like you know a year later i'm just like why did i wait why so wait? long yeah why did you i'm asking you it's too. crazy tom's but, gonna we're, he's gonna be in this space for a long time we're getting ready right now i got the traeger warming up timberline yeah, i'm XL. looking forward to this i got I'm the flat rock forward. yep i got the flat rock uh flat iron yep. the new traeger flat iron going american almond beef Yep. ribeyes in new york's the provider brand beef rub and we're going to go throw down on the carnivore diet and we got That's... my buddy dustin chipman that owns featherlight arena he wants to talk to you about becoming a safe dealer and utilizing the answer rates and um, he's going to be building some customized trailers like he ours does featherlight yeah featherlight trailer oh, he's got the dealership here i have been we've been looking at getting into the trailer we don't have good contacts. 
Again, there it is. Again, you, we he's didn't talk a, he's about a, this. He's either. got the dealership here. Okay, but he's he works with corporate. Okay, but Let's, he's but he's got all these projects coming up with uh, so, local military so bases here. Your, for that. Who does your um, your F two fifty is um, Corning Ford. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm shopping for a twenty four foot trailer, locally. I'm also looking at trading in my truck and getting a new F-250. We got we can fix we this. We do it right here. That's, right that, here. That's, called, that's called new vehicle well, road trip. Well, it gives you and your wife an opportunity to fly out here. No. visit. I, I know, I'm just saying visit I'm Tahoe drive, and I'm then drive, drive it back. No, I got to drive. I want to trade oh, my truck. Oh, and yeah, drive it out, it. and then you got to take another cross-country trip back with your wife. Stay at Tahoe a couple days and right. then roll back. That might be an adventure. I like it. All right, we're going to go eat American <laughs> All Beef. Thanks for listening to The Foul Life. Another All episode right. brought to you by Secure It. Anticipation rounds in my